Hello and welcome to our very first episode of Diary Security Consultant. Uh, this show is a little bit different to what we normally do at Security Operative. Uh, it's going to be a new video show that we're going to try to put out maybe once a week, once a fortnight, every now and again. Um, just to help people with tutorials, tell people a little bit about what's happening with us. And we're going to have a different topic every week, hopefully, that should feed into the articles that we do and some of the articles that we share and stuff like that. And it's just to give people a different perspective on the actual job that we do, some of the training that we do and things like that over the course of the month. So, first of all, welcome. It's the very first episode. So, for those of you who don't know me, Tony O'Brien is my name. I run uh, Security Operative Consultancy Services. You may have seen us on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram or those sort of stuff. Um, we deliver security consultancy. We also do some training. Um, and we support companies operationally as well, every now and again as well. So, <clears throat> what I want to do with this is every week we're going to look at a different topic, and in each week we're going to probably base the topic largely on the articles that we put out. This week's article for me, the one that we put out, uh, was about the year review. So, I just want to look back a little bit on the year, stuff that we did, and also look forward and help people with what they're going to do this year. Uh, I also want to use it as an opportunity to take people through kind of what we do here on a weekly basis, some of the work that we do that we can tell people about, some of what we can't obviously with clients and stuff like that, but in general that's what I'd like to, to talk about. Over time we're hoping to have some interview guests, people that we can speak to, uh, we're going to do some product reviews, maybe look at some equipment, things like that. Um, and then largely talk about topics of the day, topics of the week that might be topical in the news or things that might be happening and stuff like that. But for this one, I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet. I just wanted to give you a quick introduction to who we are, what it is that we do. Um, so this week, like I said, um, we're back to work. It's Christmas for most people, but for us, we were back to work very, very quickly, uh, straight away in the New Year. We had, um, so just to give you an idea of the diversity, we're back training on the New Year's Eve. Uh, last training course of the year, you could call it our first training course of the New Year. Um, we also had two site audits to do. We did that on the 30th. Uh, and they were for clients that were kind of, they're, they're using us for various support stuff, but they were concerned overall about their security policies and stuff. So that's a lot of the work that we do. We go in, clients might have a worry about something, they're concerned about something, and the last is to come in, it's a combination of two things. One, a fresh set of eyes looking at things from the outside. Might find something, maybe you don't. Our goal is not to find something, our goal is to look at what is the state of play there. And the second thing is sometimes just to reassure people that they're actually doing a really good job when it comes to security, you know? A lot of people think that because they don't have a lot of security incidents that, that stuff is happening that they don't know about, and that's not often the case. Sometimes just be ha because you have an open security culture doesn't mean that lots of stuff would happen. Sometimes those controls are near enough adequate and you're, you're happy enough with stuff. But that was the case this week. We took a look around with a client, we looked at their policies, their procedures, and they felt they were quite relaxed, and they were quite relaxed. But it's working for them, which is a big thing. And over the next few weeks, I suppose I'm hoping to do a subject, a topic on the subject, just of risk reviews and security risk reviews and how we approach them and, and how things like culture can influence that. I have an article coming up uh, very soon in an international magazine um, which discusses that, how culture can impact on security. And a lot of our site visits is around establishing what is the culture of the organisation and is it working at the minute? And in this case, it was, thanks, thankfully, in both of those cases. You know? um, <clears throat> that took us to New Year's Eve, back to work training, great group of guys, 15 guys on a course. Uh, then we moved into yesterday, and yesterday was a chance where I got to kind of sit down, New Year's Day, and usually a day off for people, but I got a chance to sit down and write down my kind of year review, and I do that every year, I kind of look back, take a look back at the, what we've done over the year, <clears throat> uh, what went well, what didn't go well, 
and I use it kind of as an opportunity to see, well, what did I do well? What did I not do so well? But most importantly, it kind of feeds into, well, what am I going to do for the, for the next year? You know? um, this year for me, looking back on the year, it's kind of the first year that Security Operative turned into a business rather than just a, a website or a blog or whatever the case may be. When I started the, the website and the blog and things like that, it was very much a case of, well, it's a blog, it's interesting for people, people get something for it, they enjoy it, I ask some questions. And slowly over time that kind of morphed into people looking for me to do work. And I'd always done kind of side work in consultancy and stuff like that. But this year, for the first year, I suppose, it's made it into a business. And that's been fantastic for me. It's been brilliant. It's been eye-opening. Um, but it's also been really, really challenging. And somebody commented on LinkedIn yesterday when I put it up saying it's, it was a very eye-opening, but also a very honest account of things. And it is. People think, you hear the word security consultant, and people think glamour and suits and your corporate world and stuff like that. You know, there's... But there's also a significant amount of sitting around waiting for people to ring, um, typing in a mundane office till midnight, 100 hour work weeks with clients, stuff like that. You know, it's, it's brilliant, but it's also been, it's been a tough, tough year. I said in the piece that I reckon I was possibly one of the busier security consultants in Ireland last year. Uh, I'm not gauging that off any facts or figures or anecdotes. I'm basing it off the fact that if you were a one-man show, I don't think I could have been any busier last year, to be honest. Um, so that was a positive for me. The website kept going, it kept going. I was looking at my website and looking at the facts and the figures and the stats and stuff. Uh, read in over 100 countries, 31,000 people read the blog last year. That's up again on the previous year. Uh, this year we're looking at 40,000 people with some of the video stuff that we're hoping to do and some of the more professional uh, video shoots we're hoping to do later on in the year. That's been unbelievably popular. Uh, there was an article that I put out at the end of last year, end of 2018, and it proved to be the biggest article of 2018. It was called Protect Yourself at All Times. It was about security operatives knowing how to look after themselves, both in <clears throat> during an incident, but also after an incident, from, talking about from a physical and a mental, and also from a procedural and a legal point of view. And it kind of exploded, and I thought, geez, that, that's probably as, 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 as explosive as an article is going to be. And, and this year kind of surpassed that a little bit of it. No, and, and the ones that, that often take off sometimes surprise me as well. I The biggest one for me this year, I sat down one Saturday morning. I was getting ready to go to an event. I had my event bag, just my bag that I have all my, my equipment and my gear in. Um, I took a picture with to share in an Instagram story. And I said, you know what, people might be interested in seeing what's in it. Thinking, take it out, lined everything out, took a photograph of it. I said, quick explainer article, typed it up on the phone. This is what I have in my bag. This is why I have it. And it just exploded. And I thought it was slightly strange that something like that should take off. Until kind of talking to people afterwards, people were kind of saying to me, well, nobody's ever told me what I should have in a bag. And I think that's a lot of what I do in the security operative page and with the consultancy stuff. It's, it might seem to experienced people in the industry, this seems second nature. But we probably all learned that through making mistakes. Not, I don't recall anyone ever telling me what to put in an event bag. And that kind of occurred to me, that that's, that's the work that I do. We tell new people these things so that they don't make the mistakes that, that we made. You know? um, and I suppose that's why some of these articles that surprise me take off in, in some context. You know? um, so again, I, I look back on the year, really successful year there's been some letdowns the stuff that hasn't come off there's some projects that i didn't get to do some through my own fault some through stuff that just didn't happen 
got, got too busy to happen. Uh, but I suppose the next thing I do is I sat down to look at this year, which is something that I want to talk to other people about. You know, is, um, <clears throat> Uh, when I sit down at the start of the year, I always like to set up my kind of goals and targets in different areas, whether that be work life or, or fitness or personal life, whatever the case might be. Uh, but particularly in work life, I find that that's one of the real letdowns of the security industry. <clears throat> People often don't plan security as a career, it's seen as a job. And slowly but surely, we're starting to see that change into and evolve into more of a career. We're starting to see people take personal development and security a lot more seriously. Uh, and I'm not just talking about going on training courses, I'm talking about planning, well, what job do I want to be in six months' time, in 12 months' time? What organisations do I want to join? What training do I want to do? What education do I want to do? Things like that, you know? <clears throat> and I think that's so important. I think if you don't have a goal, it's just a job, it's not a career. If you don't know where you're going with it, it's just a job, it's not a career. And I'd like to think that the security profession is getting to a stage now where people can see it as a viable career for people, whether you want to move into new areas such as information security or cyber security, or you want to go in an academic direction and you want to go and do a degree or a master's, or you just want to move up as an operational security person, or you don't want to move up, you just want to get better at the job that you are doing. I think it's absolutely important. Uh, on our website, if you go on the resources page and I'll link it in whatever videos it is that we're, we're, we're going to link this up, whether it be YouTube or, or Facebook, whatever, I'll put a link in the in description of the video. On our resources page, we have a development planner, a career development planner. And I've used this for probably the last 10 years for myself. I don't necessarily share with people. You can share it with your boss or with colleagues or whatever if you want. I don't necessarily share with people. I keep it for myself. It does a few things. It allows me to plan out the, the year ahead of me, where I want to be. keeps me kind of accountable to myself, if nothing else. It allows me to track and get things back on track and things can change. You know? But also... I had those for the last eight, nine, ten years. Some of them went to plan, some of them didn't. But it also allows me to look back and see well how far I've come as an individual in this industry. You know, <clears throat> I was, you know, I was that guy standing on building sites, standing on nightclub doors, not going anywhere for years and years and years until I started kind of planning out and looking where do I want to go, where am I spending my money, where do I want to focus my my career and things like that. So, and I started planning it out. But it's interesting just to sit down in January thing and take stock. And if you're interested in this security industry as a career, sitting down and going, well, actually, this is a good start. I'm going to sit down and in 12 months, this is where I want to be. And within that 12 months, halfway through, I want to be here. In 30 days, I want to be here. And then even at the end of a week, this is what I can do this week. And then just doing those small things that structured, small, consistent things. And that's the thing. It, it's not a big jump. It looks like a big jump, but it's not. It's doing little things every single week. I'll give you some examples of that. <clears throat> I'm currently finishing a degree, a business degree in college. Now, I never went to college as a, as, a, as a kid. I always was straight into work and stuff like that. And I don't think I would have hacked college as a kid, to be honest. But I decided something I always wanted to do was go back and go to college. <clears throat> and, but then when I got into it first and I saw 10,000 word assignments and 5,000 word assignments, I remember looking at it thinking, going, what have I let myself in for? I'm now four months away from finishing it, and it's just been step by step, 500 words today, 500 words tomorrow. Slowly but surely, you're getting a college degree very, very, very quickly. For those that are out there going, I could never go to college, I could never do that, I would be the, the least person in the world that would believe that I could go to college, and I found it one of the best experiences I've ever, I've ever gone through, you know? The other one, 2018, I wrote a book, you know? 
uh, nightclub security manual came out of nowhere I look at it now, it's got 50,000 words in it, it's sold thousands of copies all over the world, it's been used by training companies in the UK, in the US, in Australia. That book was written 500 words per night. 500 words is nothing. It's a refill page, typed out less, it's half a typed page on a thing. It takes about 20 minutes, half an hour per night to write it, from memory. No planning, no research, nothing like that. And it's those consistent little things that help with fitness. That's what I find when I'm planning out those things. Okay, I have a yearly goal. It looks really big. It's frightening. And that's a good thing with goals. They should be frightening. You should be worried that you can't make it. But when you break that down into what you need to do every week, every month, every year, and I'd advise everyone to take a look at that. You know, what do I want to do this year? And break it down into what do I need to do this month to get to this year? You know, it very quickly becomes very, very easy and very achievable. Could be as simple as I want to have a new job in this particular sector by this particular date and in order to achieve that looking at the job specifications that are out there i need to do this 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 and this each month and it might be something as simple as uh, most of them are looking for a fourth day qualification next month i'll do a fourth day most of them are looking for proficiency with computers the next month i'll learn how to use a computer and people say ah what's the point all those places are paying the same money career progression doesn't have to be about money I've taken steps back in my career, taken less money in order to get experience to do jobs that I want to do in the future. So it doesn't always have to be stepping up in money. And I absolutely understand people have bills, people have mortgages, people have kids to support, all that sort of stuff. But it's, sometimes it's about looking at things in the, in the long term. What do I need to do now to be successful in a year or two years or three years? And I think it's often worthwhile in January sitting down and, and taking a look at that over time. You know? One of the other things that I also talked about that you have to be careful when you start doing that is, is, is burnout. Um, this year, uh, to be honest, I came very, very close to burnout on a couple of occasions. It's happened to me a few times over the years. I tend to be somebody who just goes at things really hard, really heavy for a period of time until I sometimes make myself sick or get really, really tired and have to stop. Uh, but the more I speak to people, the more I've kind of opened up and, and been a bit more self-aware about it, the more I see it in other people throughout the industry. Um, the security industry is one of those careers where you can you can very much burn out if you aren't careful. And the problem with burn out is that you're often the last person to see it. It will often be things that your colleagues see, that your friends see, that your family see first. You get agitated, you're getting tired, you're losing interest, you're not eating right, you're not sleeping right, you're not exercising anymore. Those are the things that start to creep in. And it's nobody's fault, you know. The security industry, it's a it's a tough industry sometimes, you know. It takes a very, very resilient mindset, particularly in some of the areas where I've worked, you know, somewhere like a nightclub. You can say it's very easy, I don't take offence to this, I don't take offence to that. It does take a very particular type of mindset to stand there for 15 minutes and have a person abuse you, stand two and a half feet away from you. Retail security, you're working in shops, you're dealing with a shoplifter, you bring him in or in whatever the case might be, you're going to be an hour to an hour and a half waiting for the police. That person has nothing to do for the next hour to hour and a half but abuse you, um, <clears throat> verbally threaten you, whatever the case might be. And that takes its toll. There's no point in denying that it doesn't take its toll. Even the whole thing of people say, oh, what concerts during the year? You know, concerts take their toll. Working 17, 18 hours a day in the rain, sleeping in a tent, living on concert food, all that slowly, slowly creeps up in it and it's very hard to have a, a fit and healthy lifestyle so I think at this time of year 
it's important to one take a break after the Christmas and stuff like that. But also to be able to look at it objectively and go, look at yeah, I had a tough year last year. I'm gonna plan out what I'm gonna do this year to prevent myself having that same tough year this year. And because there's only so much that you can take as an individual <clears throat> before that starts to uh, catch up on you. And the only person who's gonna look out for you is you. There's not too many bosses or managers and security companies out there that are walking around going, I wonder if this guy is all right, do I need to check on him and make sure he's okay? That's not their job, they've got their own priorities, you know? The only person who's responsible for you is you. Self-care is so important in this industry. And I think it's something that has to be kind of looked at holistically from a point of view of one us not being afraid to say to some of our colleagues you know look i think you're struggling i think you need to take a break or you need to take a day off or you need to walk away for an hour even or would you like to go for a coffee or something like that you know <coughs> but when that is said to you also i think there's a lot of self-awareness involved in being able to say you know what he or she is right i do need to take a break i do need to take a rest i do need to listen to my family i do need to listen to my to my kids uh, I do need to listen to my colleague rather than you say no I'm fine because that attitude only gets you a certain amount of time before mental health and physical health start to start to suffer so I think at this time of year we're going into a new year January can be generally quiet in a lot of places there's going to be a lot of security staff who have for Christmas now laid off or certainly have an hour's cut back but I think it's definitely worth sitting down taking a look at things over the course of next year and planning out where you want to go, what you want to do, and how you're going to plan to do that while keeping yourself fit and healthy and capable and, and things like that, you know? <coughs> if my planner and the resource section on my website can help you with that, by all means, go in, download it and use it. If it doesn't help you, by all means, go do it your own. But I would say to you to do something. Doing something um, is important. Uh, having some kind of plan or structure in place that helps you too. Um, even one of the benefits that I found was involving family members and friends and colleagues in it and saying, look, this is what I want to do this year, so that they know, look, this is going to affect me in a certain way. If you decide that you're going to get a new job this year or you're going to move into this particular area, that decision has knock-on effects for family and friends and it cannot be imposed on them. You know, if you're going to make a big change like that, it has to be consulted with them. If you're going to make a big change and you're going to do something like, look, I want to do four or five training courses this year, I want to do this qualification this year, that has knock-on effects in terms of it's going to cost you money that has to come from somewhere, it's going to cost you time and training and learning and educating yourself. Um, family are going to have to take less time, friends are going to have to take less time, work is going to have to take less time. So it's worth involving them and saying, look, this is what I want to do. This is how it's, what it's going to take to do there, and this is why I want to do it. And the why is very, very important when it comes to that sort of stuff. So I think certainly it's worth doing at, at this time of year. It's definitely worth a, a, just a little bit of reflection on what you did last year, how last year went. For a lot of people who hadn't been planning previously or hadn't put plans in place previously, you're kind of going, well, last year was a bit of a write-off, I didn't really do it. And for other people, you're going to go, I did an amazing amount last year. And other people are going to actually be surprised at how much they achieved in the last year. Because we're stuck in the day-to-day, -day, we're the ones that are going through it on a Monday to Friday or Monday to Saturday basis, we tend not to appreciate that much what we've done in a given year. And oftentimes we have done an immense amount of work in a given year that we don't often give ourselves enough credit for. Um, and by actually putting it down on paper, you kind of see, well, actually I did quite a lot, I achieved quite a lot when you put it down on paper. But in the day-to-day -day minutia of the whole thing, we tend to have a, a miss on that sort of stuff. So if it's something you see as a career, 
if it's something you see as a profession rather than just a job to get you to the next job it's definitely worth doing something like i said if i can help you by all means get in contact you all and my email is there i'm on the facebook i'm on instagram I'm on linkedin by all means get in touch use the resources that i put out there get in touch with other people or better again join an organization there are fantastic security organizations out there um, that you can join that have mentorship and, and progression programs that can help you with. Um, in the UK there's the uh, UK Security Institute which has a fantastic membership program costs some money to join but there's CPD involved in that they have a mentors form very very good closer to home in Ireland ACES the American Society for Industrial Security have um, a young professionals chapter um, very well ran so really good young professionals in it and that has a mentorship scheme where you can join and they'll appoint you a senior uh, a mentor uh, who will help you get to where you want and they're very big on planning out those steps and getting there as well and I think investing something small like that's a small amount of money but it has a very large investment going forward in terms of you're not just trying to stay accountable to yourself you have other people now holding you accountable which can be a big a big thing you know so I suppose that was the topic I wanted to talk about this week was actually looking back on your year in review and using last year to look at where you want to go this year. Next week, uh, we've got an article coming out early next week on principle-based security training. So it's based around not teaching people rote learning like when this happens, you should do this. Because what starts to happen then is when something comes in that's kind of out of kilter, everything goes. So I talk about principle-based and I use a AAA principle system for um, what to do in the event of, and that could be the event of a fire, it could be the event of a, a robbery, it could be the event of an accident, it could be the event of a missing child. And my, my AAA principles apply across the board and then you layer on. And that's what I'm talking about, layering tactics and techniques on top of principle. So that'll be next week's article. That should be out next Tuesday. Then to sit down and talk through a video tutorial, which I'm hoping to do. Um, Generally what I'm going to try to do is keep the video tutorial in line with the article so I can do a little bit of an explainer. But what I'm also looking to do over the next couple of weeks with this series is also to throw in some tutorials that people want to do. I know somebody has already contacted me and asked me to do like a, a video demonstration tutorial thing on how on uh, arrest and detention and dealing with shoplifters and stuff like that, which I'm going to get to in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but if any of you out there have a topic that you want me to cover, or indeed, if you have anyone who you think will be interested to bring on and have an interview with, then please let me know. Um, I will be happy to bring people on. I'm happy to buy a cup of coffee for people if they want to sit down and be interviewed. If you're interested in coming on, if you have a subject you want to talk about, uh, I'm going to try keep these episodes to about 20 to 30 minutes. I'm not that interested of a person, I think. That's about as much as I can hold people's attention for. But I'm going to try to keep them around 20 minutes. Some of them who might go longer, I might try and split them into two part episodes. But my goal for the year is to put out 52 articles on the website, like I did last year and the year before. And for each of those 52 articles to have a show, which, in which I'm going to take you through what I've done in the week, the topic of the week, maybe an equipment review, and then a little bit of some topical discussion maybe with some people on top of that. If you like it, fantastic. If you like the format, please let me know. Uh, if it's not a worthwhile format, if it's something you don't enjoy, let me know too. I don't want to be wasting my time and your time. If you prefer the articles or if you prefer something audio, let me know. It's something I'm trialing. I don't know whether it's going to be a success or not. I don't exactly have a face for camera, but I, I like uh, being able to get to the medium that people actually like. Uh, so to finish up, that's what we're going to be doing this week and next week. We're going to have the next one out in a week. Uh, that's the goal. 
it's going to go out on YouTube, it's going to go out on Instagram TV, it's going to be on Facebook, and it's going to be on LinkedIn, and then it's also going to be on the website. If you're coming across us on our social channels, one of the things I'm looking to grow this year is our YouTube channel. I think we've got like 20 subscribers or something like that. So if you come across this in the, in the blog, or if you come across this on YouTube, please like and subscribe, uh, and please share it among your friends, the more people that can watch it. Obviously, the more people we can bring value to, absolutely the better. Uh, if you're on Facebook, it'll be live in the native feed on Facebook. Sorry, it won't be live, it'll be in the native feed in, in Facebook. So again, like it, share it. If you think people will get value from the page, send them to us. And we're also going to put it out on Instagram TV, once I figure out how Instagram TV works. Uh, and we're also going to have it on LinkedIn as a native feed. Our LinkedIn page is something we're growing. Uh, started it in June, our company LinkedIn page. Uh, it has just over 1,000, almost 1,100 followers, so it's something we're looking to grow. So if you could, I would really, really appreciate it if you could, on whatever social media you are, like it, share it, and let me know if it actually works for you. Uh, and I would really, really appreciate that. So until then, I'll see you next week. If anybody wants something, you can get me in the comments, you can get me on any of the social media, or you can get me on the security operative website through the email. Thank you very much.